0: Welcome to another episode of the Under podcast. To all our loyal listeners, it's so good to have you with me. If you're new here, you're most welcome and we hope you stick around. So we got asked to second shoot an awesome wedding in Provence next month. And it got me thinking as to why we still second shoot. So I thought I'd come here and talk to you about second shooting, the mistakes we've made and what not to do. First of all. We're not available for the wedding in Provence next month. So, unfortunately, this time we won't get to go. All right. So, our story starts around 2019 when I got asked by a videographer who's also a photographer why I gave my all when second shooting for another business. He had seen me at another wedding recently when I was second shooting for another photographer. So, when we met again at one of my own weddings, He striked up a conversation about second shooting and why he doesn't do it. According to him, it makes no sense to give your best to help a competitor grow. I went on to disagree with him and talk about all the positives I find when second shooting. First of all, this mindset of you versus them is honestly so outdated. Myself and Dan have never seen other professionals as competition and as long as anyone continues to think this way they will limit themselves and become quite isolated when professionals think like this they not only limit their growth potential but carry around such a negative feeling they will never ask to learn from their quote unquote competition and will try to go around them doing things that are simply not okay i'll talk about those shortly now i have to be honest here And talk to you about my own mistakes there's no point in coming here and pretending to have never made any trust me i've made plenty my mom always told me to learn as much as possible from other people's mistakes and although i've tried to do that as much as possible i'm also not shy of making a few of my own we started our business like many others do we picked up a camera and dan did so before me you can hear more of how we started in the first episode and when we talk to you about our why, So we picked up a camera, started taking pictures of our friends and we got asked to second shoot and second shoot and we second shoot and we got asked to second shoot and second shoot some more until we shot our very first wedding. The first five weddings I second shot were free. Actually, if I think back, I think I paid to second shoot them. I had to drive around eight hours or so for each of those. And I paid for the fuel. Now, although I did not get paid by the lead photographer, what she gave me was worth more than the 300 euros people charged to second shoot at the time. Not only did I learn what to do and most importantly, what not to do at weddings, but she also let me use the photos I had taken to start my own website. Not long after we started booking our own weddings. At the time, it used to blow my mind that someone wanted to pay 1500 euros To have me and Dan photograph their wedding. I was making half of that for a whole week's worth as a chef in the west of Ireland. But that's a story for another time. So we continued to second shoot for various photographers and would always get asked to come back and second shoot again. We would learn new techniques like light painting, slow shutter drag, and put those to action when second shooting. We would always try to create something different and unique. Because of that, photographers would recommend us to their friends. And before long, we would be second shooting every weekend. Now onto one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made. I started second shooting for a well-established photographer back in 2018. He really liked us and liked our work and we started working under his brand. He agreed to let us use the photos and videos we shot for our own portfolio. We shot many weddings with him and a few for him. And I learned a lot about the business side with him. When you don't have things in writing, what you can and can't do, it's left to interpretation. My mindset at the time was, I'm giving my all to help his business grow. The least he can do is help me grow my own business. I now know this was wrong with me and it cost me a lot of sleepless nights. It's easy to say that now, but at the time with my limiting knowledge, and being let believe that using the photos we had taken was not a problem, I can't see how what came about would be any different today. And this now brings me to why we still second shoot and obviously what not to do. Today we second shoot very sporadically, for three or four photographers and videographers only. I learned from my mistakes and I approach second shooting today with a completely different mindset. But first, the reasons why we still second shoot. One of many is obviously to help out our friends. We second shoot for one or two friends that are dear to us and obviously that we really enjoy their company. We also second shoot to be able to be creative and get out of a rut. It's so easy to get stuck in ruts and always doing the same thing when you're in the middle of shooting 30 weddings in wedding season. So second shooting can be a great way of getting out of a rut with poses, of always shooting with the same lens, of always shooting with the same aperture. It's such a great way to just get some creative freedom. It's a great way to have fun, especially if you're second shooting for people you really like. It's also a great way to make a bit more money. Although this is not a very important reason for us anymore, we don't second shoot for money anymore, but it is, you know, also a great way to make a bit more money and not have to worry about spending time having to call and edit all of these photos. We obviously don't second shoot for free now anymore. (laughs) It's a great way to meet new people and see new places. We have traveled to some awesome places and shot the most incredible weddings Some that we can't even talk about because we second shot for incredible photographers and amazing friends. We get to travel to better weather locations and also get to make a vacation out of it. Sometimes, this isn't often, but sometimes we get to do it and it's amazing. We have also made some amazing friends by second shooting. So this is a great opportunity to meet new people, to learn different things. When you're second shooting. Um, you might think that you're not going to get to learn as much. Obviously, if you're doing a mentoring, you're going to learn a lot more, but second shooting, you can see how people react to different situations, how different shoot, how they interact. It's a great way. Honestly, the list of positives is endless and second shooting when done for the right reasons can be such an amazing experience. Now onto all of the many things you should not do. This is a mistake that um, I have made and I have also seen many people make it. The wedding you're second shooting for is not yours. Don't try to make it seem like it is. Some photographers we second shoot for have contracts drafted for us to sign. I think this is such a great way of doing things. Everything is clear in writing and when we sign it, we agree to its terms and conditions. If the person you're second shooting for does not send you a contract or instructions, ask what the terms are are you allowed to share photos if you are where can you use it for instagram are you only allowed to make brochures are you allowed to post on your website do you have to write in your website that it was second shoot that it was second shot ask don't do anything without asking obviously Keep in mind not to share anything, even if you're allowed before the photographer or videographer has delivered the gallery or the film. Even if you're allowed to share, be mindful and respectful. If you're sharing on social media, mention you were second shooting for and tag the appropriate professional. Also on tagging, do not tag other vendors. Do not reach out to the planner and under no circumstance, talk about your own business. When you agree to second shoot. You are working under one business and it's not your own. It's not right to strike conversations and talk about your own business. If asked the business name, it's the name of the business you're working for, not your own. Trust me, people talk and it makes you look very bad if you're trying to make yourself look good at the expense of other professionals. You're second shooting because you agreed to do that job. It is not a networking event. Please, please don't try to make it work. All the connections we have ever made with planners and other professionals who have recommended us to weddings after have come naturally. They saw us working multiple times. They saw us being professional and trustworthy. If you're trying to make someone look good, it should be the lead professional you're working for. Trust me. In the long run, that will be way more beneficial. If you're consistent at doing your best for that professional and you're genuine, the photographer, videographer, or planner will happily introduce you and talk well about you and your business to other people. When you try to cut corners, You end up burning bridges and making life a lot harder than it needs to be for you. It will honestly have the opposite effect you're looking for. When second shooting, do your very best. Go above and beyond. Do not complain. Be a team player. Make the life of the other professional easier, but never ever overstep. You'll know when you're overstepping and you should stop. Remember, it is not your wedding. Even recording and taking pictures on your phone is not for your own use. The lead photographer or videographer may not have the time. So if you do capture behind the scenes, it should be for the use of the other professional, not yours. And if you are allowed to use the footage, be clear that you were their second shooting and tag the lead photographer or videographer. Now, I know maybe this episode can be a little heavy, but I'm sharing these with you in the hopes that you learn from some of the mistakes I've made and other mistakes I've seen other professionals do. At the start of our own career, I made some of these and I hope you can learn from them. One thing to keep in mind, if you were the lead photographer or videographer and that was your own wedding, how would you feel if someone you trusted with that job did these things to you. This should keep you in check. That's all for this episode and for me. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, bye!